you increase your luck by working. So yes, you may have had that first friend that sparked that idea, but you had to get on the road. You had to send the emails. You had to make the calls. You had to get uncomfortable for you to increase your luck. I don't think it was luck. I think it was that opened up opportunities for you to get into the 87 stores that you did. So I think, yes, you can look at it as luck, but I also think it was a lot of your hard work that went into it. Hey, hey, you are listening to the Because I Can Life podcast, where we believe we can decide our own income, choose happiness, kick fear in the teeth, and never, ever stop. Why? Because we can. I'm your host, Allison J. Prince, and I went from being a junior high science teacher to building four online multi-million dollar businesses with four kids at my feet. Each week, I'm bringing you real conversations that have led me, as well as other experts, to step into our dream online business lifestyle so that you can get the answers you need to craft your Because I Can Life as well. Take that first step and commit now to your Because I Can Life by downloading your free personal bundle at allisonjprince.com forward slash bundle. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. I'm really excited about this podcast because today, this episode, it actually wasn't my idea and I loved how it came to be. So I got an email from a gal named Natalia, which she'll be coming on a little bit later in this episode. And she came to me with a problem and a suggestion about how I could have a podcast episode that she feels like would benefit a lot of people. But the thing that triggered my curiosity about this, because I do have a lot of people reach out and say, Allison, I think you should do this. I think you should do this. I think you should do this. She actually offered a suggestion. (laughs) And as the CEO of a company, as someone who's run multiple companies, when you get to talk to people who are brave enough to come up and say, hey, uh, here's a problem or here's a suggestion, that's one thing. But when they come to you and say, here's a problem, here's a suggestion, and I have a solution to that issue, that right there shows the future leaders. So I haven't been able to talk to Natalia yet. I'm going to bring her on in just a second. But because of how she brought in this issue about how she came in with solving a problem is getting me so thrilled to talk to this gal. So here was the problem that she came in with. She said, Allison, I love your podcast episode. They're amazing. I love how you're interviewing people who've been successful, but I think you're missing out on interviewing some people that are just starting, that may have questions, that are in the trenches still and aren't quite sure what to do. And she said, I would like to be tribute. (laughs) I will volunteer to come on your podcast where we can address some of those issues. So today's episode is with Natalia of natandnor.com. I'll leave a link down below in the show notes for you to be able to get. And we're going to dive into her questions as she is launching her business. Now, at the end, there's going to be a discount. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but this amazing business owner wanted to make sure that you got to hear her story and experience her brand. And so at the end, I'm going to tell you, well, I'll let her give you the discount code, 
Or if you want to, you can just skip to the show notes and get it. So going to be a good one. Let's get started. Okay. So I want to tell you first off how you approached me was brilliant. How you said, Allison, the podcast is amazing, but I think you're missing out on something, but I want to help you to solve that problem as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, people tell me their problems all the time. And the ones that come up to me and say, I have a solution to your problem. Those are going on to be future leaders of the world. And so when you approached us, I was like, I want to talk to her because just how she approached that was so good that your future is very bright. Like I love (laughs) how you did that. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I honestly have loved your podcast so much. Well, everything that you've done. And I did, I just kept thinking, I'm like, I would love to just hear from someone who's kind of more at the beginning stages, like kind of just working through some of these kinks and see how they're doing, where they're doing. And then it was, it popped into my head. I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, why not me? You know, that's (laughs) what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. So start off by telling us a little bit about you. Like this is the first time I've ever met you. You've got beautiful blonde curly hair. You're (laughs) sitting in a bright, a beautiful, bright room with amazing windows. Tell us about you. Yeah. So I actually grew up in Utah, but my dad is full Argentine and he is actually a business consultant. He consults all around the world for businesses. He's currently in um, Saudi Arabia right now. Oh, wow. But yeah, he's amazing. And so I think I kind of grew up with a very entrepreneurial background and my dad has always been an independent consultant. So yeah, it's always just been instilled with me and he really loves what he does And I grew up in Utah. I went to graduate from BYU, Hawaii, and I just absolutely loved it so much. What did you graduate in? Yeah, great question. I graduated with a degree in oil painting, actually. So I've always loved the arts and everything I've ever done has been very artistic related. After I graduated, I came back to Utah and I started teaching art lessons at the Sundance Mountain Resort. Oh, cool. For a long time. Yeah. And I loved it. It was so, so fun. I had a lot of other jobs that were in the same related field, very like artistic. But I always knew that I, I had this like inclination for business. And I, even when I was teaching, silversmithing and painting up at Sundance, I started trying to sell my stuff on the side and I would sell it at Sundance. And then I started thinking, oh, I could sell it at other places as well. And that started working. And I quickly started to realize this is working. The only problem is it's not really scalable because I'm focusing on making the art and selling it, you know, it's trying to juggle the business side and the making it by hand side. And yeah, I actually started thinking, okay, how can I create a scalable business that still allows me to use some of my tools and passions? Because I was a little bit concerned that if it was all business, I would lose the fun in it for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was actually my aunt who had started taking your course. And I started talking to her about some ideas I had. And she's like, you should just go like, go start watching her YouTube videos or like, go just check her out. And I started watching them and listening to you. And I was like, 
yes, like this is exactly what I need. Like these are the perfect tools. I love this. I love where you're coming from. And I also was just like, this is so fun. She makes it fun and it should be, you know, like it's it can fun. Be- yeah. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> so I love that. Cross-eyed when I'm like, this, this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, what's your aunt's name? Let's give her a little shout out. Yeah, Carolee Robinson Garrett. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She really has been a great, great aunt and great um to be in this together has been really fun. Okay, so I want to go back a little bit and talk about you're an artist. That's yeah. what fills you. Mm-hmm. And how you said, okay, I know what fills me now. I need to figure out how to make money from it. Right. Yeah. I don't think you need to like, let's not lose that. That's who you mm-hmm. are. Do you know the business made by Mary? Never heard of it. It sounds one. so familiar. I'm okay. Sure. That's going to be some homework. I okay. want you to look at her. So she Perfect. is an artist as well. And she's been able to scale her business. And watching her scale is a very beautiful thing. So when people come to me and they're like, I have handmade, I can't scale. And I'm like, yes, you can. There are ways to do it. Like if this is what you were put on this earth to do, then there are ways to support it. Now, if you're like, you know, I just, I want to keep it as a hobby. I really just want to start a business. Then that's something else. But if you want to keep incorporating in that art, there's absolutely ways to do it. Totally. So tell me about what you, you have started what, 10 months ago. Is that right? Yeah. 10 months. So I was kind of figuring out the timeline because I started technically like in March, but I didn't start your course until the beginning of August. Okay. And so honestly, I've only done your course for about six months now or not even six months. Right. But before that, I had already bought some samples. I started buying some earrings that I thought were cool from like just little samples of earrings. And I just started super basic, just inviting people over to my house. I wanted to kind of just see like if they like them, if they're going to sell. So it was honestly just on my Instagram, I was like, Hey guys, I'm doing a little pop-up shop tonight. Like my mom is making bread. Um, (laughs) come over. I was like very simple. And I had probably 25 friends come and yeah, it was actually a great turnout and almost everyone bought a pair of earrings. And it, I was like kind of shocked because I also was not at all really marketing them or selling them. I kind of told them what I was thinking and doing, but there was absolutely no pressure. And I wasn't, you know, being a salesperson necessarily. So I was like, Whoa, that's kind of crazy. They sold that. Like I just sold, you know, probably 20 pairs of earrings. And then I was like, okay, like I'm going to, you know, order more, keep trying out different samples and kind of the same thing. I just started like reaching out. I have some connections to a local yoga studio that I actually, I trained at and used to teach at a little bit and I reached out to them and we started kind of doing it. We did a couple pop-up shops as well. And yeah, it was a couple months down the road that I was like, okay, it's time to take Allison's course. It's time to like really get down to business because before that I was also still teaching art lessons. I was still doing I actually owned a catering business with my mom and yeah, (laughs) yeah. A few things going on. Yeah. (laughs) So I was still like, and I was teaching yoga actually at BYU at the time. So I was still juggling quite a few things, 
But when I decided to take your course, I was like, I'm really going to start to focus on this. And I love that in your last podcast, you mentioned like, think of it as education, that like the process. And I love that because that's exactly my mindset. I actually would go because I live in Utah, I would drive to BYU every day, sit in the law school building. And I was like, I'm just going to watch your modules, listen, learn, Google, watch YouTube videos. (laughs) I'm the professor at BYU. Yeah. Yeah. A lot apartment. (laughs) There was actually a few people who asked and they're like, what are you doing? Like, what are you studying? I'm like, I'm studying Allison Prince Force. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Don't get me so, kicked out. Don't get me Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love you. <laughs> okay, so tell me what are your intentions? So you've you've mm. you're in the midst of a catering business, you're in the midst of yeah. your art. Right. You're finding success with these earrings. Mm-hmm. What is your give me your three month vision, your year vision, and then maybe possibly yeah. a couple year vision? Okay. So I in the last month actually, so I had quit everything else because I started seeing success. I had built a Shopify website. I had gotten onto all the deal sites that you had mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I had been trying a lot of different things and I decided, I was like, you know, I'm going to actually just do this full time and really focus on it because it is working and it will work even better if I focus. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) and it has. That works, right? It really is. Yeah. I, that's one thing I am a believer in because before that I was a little bit distracted. And as soon as I was all 100% in, I'm going to focus on this. It really has taken off. And now I am in, I counted the other day. I think I'm in 87 stores now. (laughs) So yeah, that was very exciting. Yeah, it was amazing. I know. I still really can't believe it. One thing that has been really successful for me is doing wholesale to actual physical stores. Mm-hmm. So that has been kind of my first line of, what would you call it? <laughs> That's what I've been going for right now. And it's been working really well. So that has been keeping me super busy. And I'm actually hiring, I hired a shipper, a girl to ship for me. Because until that point, I had been shipping everything myself. And I realized, I remember you said this once that you're like, as soon as you can like hire that out because yeah, yes. you want to focus on like the selling, the marketing, the part that someone else couldn't do for you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my next step. And I want to continue to grow and get into more stores. Now that I kind of figured out a formula that's working for me, I feel like that's something I can continue to grow and get into more stores. And a part that I'm still trying to learn and figure out is how to better work with influencers and grow the the social media platform so that I can start to drive traffic to my website. But I've been growing. I have an Instagram and it has been growing, which is really cool. And it actually is so fun because a lot of the stores that I send product to will tag me you know, because they like to introduce new product that they're showing in their store. So I've gotten actually a lot of followers just from them posting me in their store, which is really cool. And I wasn't expecting that. Your pictures are amazing, (laughs) by the way. Oh, thank you so much. So whether they're posting or you're posting the collection of pictures to bring life to your products is phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. 
That's going back to the art background. I think that it has been so fun for me because I have been able to use a lot of my like my creative outlet and colors and I do take all the pictures myself and just like styling and pulling them together. Like I've realized I'm like, Oh, this is so fun. I love this. Like, you know, it's, I get to incorporate a lot of the, the creative side to it. Yeah. Your art is coming into your website and I'm looking at your website now, Nat and Nor. Yeah. Do you want to explain how you came up with that? Yeah. So I, was trying to decide if I wanted to tie myself, my, you know, personal name into the business. And I was like, you know what, why not? Like, this is me. I want it to be me. So Nat is short for my name. My name is Natalia. And a lot of people just call me Nat for short. So my nickname, and then I was trying to find another word that could kind of embody what I wanted my brand to be about. And something that would also be like easy for people to remember. And I had been playing around with so many different words and I was like, I can't, I don't know, it's not clicking. And then I came across the word nor, N-O-O-R. And it was just this beautiful description. It's in Arabic, it means light or divine light. And I just love that because I thought, oh, like the word light could play off so many different elements. And for me, I always knew that I wanted to create a brand that was giving back that was bringing joy into people's life that was more than just selling a product and so light to me was like oh that's a word I can like get behind I can do so much with that so it's a really cute name and I love how they look it's not symmetrical because it's three letters and four letters (laughs) put them together yeah so good so good okay so I'm actually going to ask you a question um when you decided to start selling yeah. And it looks, I'm looking at your site now and it looks more, um, there's a lot of barrettes on your front page. Yes. Yeah. How did you decide to start with earrings at the pop-up shop at your mm-hmm. house with warm bread smelling in the background Yeah. <laughs> and then go to barrettes and mm-hmm. then you're thinking, you know what? I need to get these into other stores. Tell me your thought process about your pop-up shop to approaching stores for wholesaling. Yeah. Okay. So I started with the earrings and those were doing really well. And then I started thinking, well, what other product could I pull into this if I was going to pull in another product and to just maybe also be able to appeal to a little bit wider audience. I mean, I wanted to be careful with that because I wanted, my word was focused. I was like, okay, focus, like, don't get too crazy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But I started realizing that I was just seeing hair clips and barrettes everywhere. I kept thinking, oh, they're like, they're cool, but they're, they kind of look a little kiddish to me. And they looked a little bit like very like glammy. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? I bet I could pull in some accessories with my brand, but make them for someone like me who might not want to wear like a, you know, ton of pearls or something like that, but just like basic, but cute and simple. So then I started trying to source and looking into manufacturers that were selling hair clips. And I found some that I was like, Oh, these are, this is exactly what I would want to wear. And so I started buying samples of those and kind of same thing, testing the waters with those. And I started getting really great um, feedback. People were really liking them. And I just happen to be very lucky that I am friends with some boutique 
store owners. So my friends are boutique owners. So and I started asking them like, would you want to carry this? Is this something that you would carry in your store? And they actually really loved them. And they're like, yeah, let's take, you will take an order of them. So they started taking an order and then I started it was kind of started by word of mouth at telling my friends. I had some friends that worked at like fun boutique stores and I was like, do you think they'd want to carry this? And then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get out on the road and literally knock doors. <laughs> and so I would just, I just kind of started driving, finding what I'd look up before, like some fun boutique stores in Salt Lake and Park City and here. And usually I would call them first or email them and just say, Hey, like, I started this brand. I thought it would sell really well in your stores. Our time, like if you're interested, is there a time that I could meet with you? And of course, not everyone gets back to you, but it was, you know, you slowly started people would get back to me, sometimes even a month later. And I was like, oh, cool. And so then I would, you know, just go drive to them, show them the product. And it was pretty amazing because I just found that a lot of them were buying the product right there. They'd pick it out. They're like, oh, we love this. They'd pick it out right there and write me a check. And I was like, okay, this is, I can do this. You <laughs> this <know>? is fun. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. I was loving it. <laughs> I love how you said, you said something about you got lucky because you had a friend that was in a business and a boutique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really, you increase your luck by working. So yes, you may have had that first friend that sparked that idea, but you had to get on the road. You had to send the emails. You had to make the calls. You had to get uncomfortable for right, you yeah. to increase your luck. I don't think it was luck. I think it was yeah. <laughs> that opened yeah. up opportunities for you to get into the 87 stores that you did. So I think, yes, you can look at it as luck, but I also think it was a lot of your hard work that went into it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I do believe in hard work. And I love that that phrase because, and actually another thing that you said that really resonated with me was when you said, you just need to like, don't think about it and just do it. Yes. I remember you said, yeah, like something about like going to the gym. Yeah, just like stop thinking because there's a million things that you could talk yourself out of doing. And I remember like that just really clicked with me. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, if I think about this, it's going to be intimidating to go to this store and they may or may not like it. You know, like you never, you're dealing with a lot of different personalities, but I was like, you know what? Don't think about it. Get in your car, put the product in the car and drive. (laughs) And (laughs) And it works. Yeah. And it totally works. And people are usually a lot more friendly than you think and a lot more, you know, open to tell you, like I could, it was really nice too, because I'd ask them a lot of questions if they weren't, if they were liking some or not liking it, I'd be like, well, do you have any suggestions? Like what would you think would sell really well? What price point sells really well in your store? You know, so I just thought of it too as like, okay, if they don't like it, I can still learn a lot from this. Okay. What you just did right there was like a PhD class in college (laughs) there and asking them and it didn't cost you any money, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just turned off the fear zone in your brain. You talked off the talk about talking yourself out of it. And you made it happen. That's so cool. Okay. So let's talk about, are you in any online wholesalers? Yes, I am. And that is what really got me into the 87 stores. I probably was in 15 stores on my own, just knocking doors. And then I had someone 
mention, you should try and get onto fair.com. Good. Good. And, and I was like, Oh, cool. I had never heard of that. And so I actually was right before Christmas. I had put, I'd got accepted onto their website. They had, you know, created my little store. Yeah. So awesome. But I really had zero expectations for it. I had no idea. And I was in San Diego with my family over Christmas and I just started getting like of these flood of orders coming in. I was like, Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> I'm not even there in, in Utah right now. So at first it kind of like almost freaked me out because I was like, okay, I think this is a good thing. And I just started replying back to all of them and, you know, literally told them, hi, I'm with my family in San Diego right now for Christmas, but I will be shipping your order as soon as I get back, you know, and told them the date. Perfect. And so they were all cool with it. And as soon as I got home, I was just, you know, packaging up like crazy. <laughs> and I recruited my little brother as well. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you pay him in earrings? <laughs> yeah, I I did tell him I'd pay. He's so sweet. He's like, you don't need to pay me. And I was like, no, I'll like, at least let's go out. Like I'll pay for an experience or something, you know? <laughs> but. Okay. So tricks and tactics that we have found there's a few others in the zero to hundred K that are doing really well with fair. And some of the things that they'll do is they'll put a bonus surprise in for vendors and sometimes they'll only ship half of it. So one gal, it's a set of something that she sells. And Mm -hmm. so she'll fill the order, what they ordered, and then she'll send a surprise something and say, you know, thank you so much for your order. I'm so grateful. I'm actually going to ship you half of a product so we can include the full product for free the next time you order from us. And so it gets them excited to order from you and helps to build those relationships because you want those vendors to be coming back over and over and over from you. And so just a little extra love, a little cliffhanger for them and working really well for some of the manufacturer vendors. So just that is, on that one. that's so cool. I love that. I actually finally designed my first pair of earrings. Like I had chosen the color, nice. you know, did the size. Yeah, I did it all. And that was also really fun. And I got them back and I was like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. So I started putting a pair of those earrings in each of the orders too. And just said like, you know, You're thank you so much it. free sample. So, but no, I love that. I love that idea. And I'm constantly trying to think of new things to just make it fun. And yeah. And also just encourage, you know, them to come back and know that they can trust me. Yeah. This 87 stores in this short amount of time that you did, like, I want to keep following your journey. Yeah, (laughs) This is pretty impressive. This is awesome. Okay. So tell me more about, well, have you tried Tundra? No. Okay. Try Tundra. Tundra. Okay. Yeah. T-U-N-D-R-A.com. Okay. That's another one. We haven't had as many success stories there that I've heard of versus fair. We've had a lot more over there, but it's also another place to try. Okay. Tundra. I'm going to like literally as soon as I get off with you, I'll look that up. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Then uh, when you're running, are you running any type of traffic? Are you using influencers at all to drive traffic to your store? Yeah, I have done a little bit. I have had people, I've actually had a lot of people start to reach out to me and ask like if I could give them free product in exchange. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, this is so great. So I have done that and it has been driving. I definitely have been growing my following 
And I think where I might be a little bit stuck is how to take that following and like have that correlate to sales. And I know that you've talked a lot about like using influencers to sell for you. And I'm just kind of trying to find like crack the code on how to systematize that and how to make sure that I'm like clear with, and especially, I don't know when it's just free product, which I don't know if that's even like a no, no to just give free product. Okay. Okay. You're good. good. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. But I know that when I'm just giving free product, sometimes I feel like I can't ask that much of someone. I'm just like, kind of expect like grateful for whatever they do if they post or tag but I'm wondering if it needs to be a little bit more clear communication and if that means that I pay them or if that means I'm trying to kind of figure out that whole world and how to really make that a clean thing so you're right when you give free product away awkwardness mm-hmm. can set in, right because they're not sure if they've done a good job you're not sure what to expect yeah. And so one thing that has helped quite a bit is you dangle a carrot in front of them. You're like, heck, yes, I would love to give you these free pair of earrings, but I also really want to pay you too. Is that weird? It might be weird. So what we've done is I've set up an affiliate program. So when you sell these and you get sales, not only do you get the earrings for free or the bread, whatever it is, yeah. you actually can make money. And then you can even say, these are some of the tips that I recommend on how to maximize the sell. Because my goal for you is to write you a big check. I see all that you're doing to grow your Instagram account. I see how many hours you're putting in there. And I totally understand it. And that's why I want to reward you not only with a free product, but cash as well. Or you could even do credit to your store if you wanted to. I mean, there's so many different things. But I mean, we're humans. Dangling an incentive in front of us triggers our brains to be like, oh, I want to go get that. Yes. Yeah. And so it just creates that win-win situation to decrease the awkwardness uh, of how it's all going to go. And then you're going to see your leaders step up, the ones that can convert Mm -hmm. because if they're making money, they're going to keep doing it over and over and over again. And that's how you start to systematize is then you say, okay, let's look at your calendar for the year. I see you can convert. You're doing amazing. Let's book quarterly sales with you or let's book quarterly promotions or whatever it is. Yeah. So, and then you're just repeating them and that's how you start to systematize the process. Oh, okay. I love that. Cause I do think that like the more you put in, the more you get out. And I feel like I've been trying to, but I like what you said about, um, you know, first you just kind of see which ones are converting because I think that has been kind of something that might have been stopping me is being like, well, I don't really know if they're going to be the right fit or if they really know how to sell. They might, you know, obviously all great people, but there's some that sell, some that don't. And, but I like what you said of just, I could give free product to maybe everyone who asks, that's not a big deal. But then the ones that I start to see are actually the right fit. That's when I can, you know, be like, okay, let's actually do this, organize this, pay you, Mm -hmm. set it all up. Okay. Yeah. And you've got actually an advantage because your products, they, their earrings and bracelets, it's not like a $2,000 product. That's super expensive to give away to people. 
Yeah. Uh, you could probably just do one brush. Like you could keep your costs super low on this. Mm-hmm. So you actually have an advantage to being able to get your product out to more people. Right. And so kudos to you. There's different strategies if you've got higher price products, but I think you've got the perfect product to get out there and hit it hard. Okay. I love that. Okay. I'm motivated. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. What other questions do you have for me? Oh, I know. I had like a a list of, that was probably one of my biggest ones that I've been just trying to figure out like what, how do you crack the code with this influencer thing? One that I really have done, haven't done anything with is using click funnels as well. I have my Shopify set up. It's pretty basic at this point. I started looking into a few different like apps that I could add to it, mm-hmm. but I think I've been trying to figure out, okay, like where does the click funnels come in? When does that come in? Such a good question. Okay. So do you, first off on Shopify, do you have something called bold upsell app? No, but I think I have heard of it. Okay. I would do that. Okay. And because then you can offer some upsell to help increase your order cart value and then, um, click funnels. So I love click funnels. Absolutely love click funnels, but it's not made for a shopping center. And I'm looking at how many products do you think you have? I have a lot of different SKUs, but it probably comes down to like 50 different products. Yeah. Okay. So click funnels is really good for one. Okay. So ClickFunnels is to when you've got a leading product, like when we go out and we sell a t-shirt and that's our main product and we're trying to create, you know, a lot of sales around this one t-shirt and then we upsell them a hoodie and then we upsell them a hat or something like that. So it kind of goes in a line of this is the customer journey. Yes. Let's get them wearing the shirt. And then it's winter. So they're going to need something to keep warm. And then it's kind of windy come spring. So they're going to want a hat because nobody wants to do their hat, their hair. Right. (laughs) So that's kind of the progression. So that would be what I would be thinking about first with ClickFunnels is what is the one thing, maybe your most popular product. Mm -hmm. It's a pair of earrings. Then you upsell them barrettes. Then you upsell them another color or a set of them or something like that. So you're looking at your customer journey and saying, okay, what's my best offer that I can put out there? And there are so many different offers you could do. You could even do a free pair of earrings if you buy a barrette. And then the upsell would be different colors, right? Because nobody buys one pair of earrings. We want like all the colors. (laughs) Because we can't ever decide. And so how you do ClickFunnels is just that, like choose your most popular product, Mm -hmm. the the hottest one, the one that people are loving, the one that can convert the most put that as your front end offer. Okay. And think about what complements it. What do they have to have? If they've got the purple, you don't have purple. I'm looking at your colors right now. I I do have some purple clips. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a purple and then you're like, but you also need pink too, because sometimes rule doesn't match the pink. And then you're like, you know what? The animal print is so popular. You've got to have that. So you're just leading up the line and that actually increases your order cart value. Quite a bit, quite a bit on that. And then with ClickFunnels, it's best to create something that's evergreen so that you can keep it running all the time in the background. And that's another reason why I love ClickFunnels is because you just, you can keep it running. And then, so let's say you're sending influencers to your ClickFunnels page. It's the same offer 
And then maybe down the road, you can either duplicate the click funnel and offer a different product, or you send them back to your Shopify store, but that click funnel is going to bring them in. So click funnels has its purpose and I love click funnels, but it's not for yeah. an entire store. Okay. It's just the coding. It's not meant for an entire store, right? It's okay. meant for one product and the sending them up the line to increase your order cart value. So it's a little okay. bit different of a mindset on that. Um, but I totally think you could do it. I, I think you could really kill it with it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that does make sense. And I have found that most of the time people will buy the orders do come in like a pair of earrings and two sets of clip or something like that. So it does seem like already because there's so many different fun options that people are wanting that. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I love that. It makes sense. Yeah. And then what was the other question? Did you have another question? So I also was wondering about giveaways with social media. Do you do giveaways yourself? Do you, what do you think about giveaways? I think giveaways are fantastic if you follow a couple of rules. So okay. number one, if you do like an Amazon gift card giveaway mm -hmm. or a laptop or a camera or something like that. Yeah. We did that a lot and our conversion rates didn't change because we okay. were getting people in on the wrong reason. But when we started to give away products that our shop offered, we actually saw an increase in conversion. So okay. I know it's super tempting to like, I'll pitch in, I don't know, like $50 from a whole bunch of different shops and give yeah. away one big grand prize. You do get a lot of emails, but it doesn't help your conversion. And you're not trying to yeah. grow big numbers that that's not the game anymore. Maybe right. it was pre Facebook algorithm issue stuff. Right. Yeah. But now the game is really getting those customers who want to be a part of your business. And so you giving $50 and clips and earrings or a hundred dollars or whatever it is, is going to be more in line with finding your perfect customer. So okay. I would go out, I would find three or four other businesses that have something to do with the theme of your giveaway. Maybe it's mother's day. And cool. you've got the, the clips and earrings, someone else is doing clothing, someone else is doing a journal. And then it's this big mother's day package where it has a value of four or $500. Like that's super attractive. And that's going to pull in your target audience. Okay. And so I would do something like that. And then another thing is big thing is one, have them do one thing. Okay. So whether it's put your email in, or go like everybody on social, just one social platform. If you're like, go follow or sign up on our email list, go follow us on Facebook, go follow us on Instagram, go follow us on YouTube, go follow us on Pinterest, yeah. <laughs> comment here, leave a comment there. You're going to lose mm -hmm. people. So the easier you can make the giveaway for people, the higher your conversion is going to be. I've seen okay. a lot of them on Instagram that are just like tag a friend uh, and you can be entered to win. And okay. There's no way of really verifying it unless you do yeah. it. <laughs> That's uh <-huh. laughs> kind of hard to do, yeah. but that seems to work pretty well too. So okay. the theme around your product and then keeping it so, so simple. Okay. That, I love that results in the best giveaway that you can put out there. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah. This is so helpful because there's just things that I wanted to make sure that I'm like, okay, is this worth my putting my time and energy into, or is this something that I could just should ignore, you know? So this helps a lot because I feel like now I have a direction of yes, do it, but just make it simple, make it clear. 
go yes. in with a purpose. Anytime your brain starts to complicate things, reel it back because yes. the more complicated a business is, at least I found the worse it does. Yeah. If you're confused by it. Your customers are going to be so <laughs> by it. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I wanted to point out because you've got a solid manufacturer base uh-huh. going into your own line and driving traffic, you're going to have to dance a little bit there. You don't yeah. want to take any of your stores off. And so you have a limit. So let's say you're selling your products for $10 to your stores. Yeah. You don't want to run a sale for $5 right. stores are going to come back and say, you just undercut us. Yeah. That's not cool. And so just watch that line of not undercutting your, the people who are your regular customers. Yeah, totally. That's one thing I have thought a lot about is just keeping the price integrity Mm -hmm. there because there are a lot of stores that I'm working with and I really am trying to, you know, create a very loyal relationship with them. And so that was something I have thought about and I'm glad you brought that up because I think just, yeah, being careful with that, you know, so they don't feel like, like, well, we can't sell it if you're selling it for $3. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Now I know you have something for all of the listeners. Yes. I am so excited that you did this. This is so fun. Do you want to tell everybody about it? Yeah. So for anyone listening, I would like to give you 35% off the entire purchase. Woohoo! Yes. So yeah, it's very exciting. The discount code is NOR, N-O-O-R, and you can buy as much as you want and it will all be 35% off. That's so great. Thank you for doing that. We will leave the link and the discount code in the show notes. And then will you make sure this is evergreen? So if someone's listening to it next year, they can also get the discount as well. Totally. Yeah. Usually I am like, you always have a cutoff date, but podcasting is a little bit different. Yeah. And I'm noticing people are just coming in now and binge listening. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure everybody can take advantage of this because that's a good offer. And your products are amazing. They're Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for opening up and letting me ask you questions. And I am really excited to follow your journey. Just what you've said, I can see where you're going. You will be successful. Like I can tell already. (laughs) Thank you so much. Awesome. Okay. Keep us updated. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Whoa. Nat just blew my mind. For her to go in August, just a few months from nothing to 87 stores. This girl's on fire, you guys. Go over, support her business, give her some social media love, and let's watch her journey because things, big things are in store. Just have a feeling for this gal. Thanks for tuning in to today's Because I Can Life podcast, and I will see you next Tuesday. Remember, we're trying to create Tuesday morning, your Tuesday morning podcast habit. So I will see you next Tuesday. Oh my goodness. That was so much fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of Because I Can Podcast. Now, I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say, Allison, what are some of the products you started with when you didn't have a lot of money? So what I decided to do is I got 16 products, some of my very first products online 
that got me to my first million dollars. And I have a feeling some of these products are going to absolutely shock you. So you've got to get this free downloadable PDF. Now to do that, just go to becauseicanlife.com forward slash gift. All right. I can't wait to talk to you on the next Because I Can podcast.